At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Most people know, really understand what going to counseling or therapy is. So when you hear the word counseling, you automatically think of going in and or talking to a therapist. Have you thought about what exactly is hypnotherapy and how is that used and is it effective? Is hypnotherapy the same as hypnosis? And so I have a very special guest today that we're going to be talking about that very thing. And the, the, the title of this episode is The Healing Power of Clinical Hypnotherapy with Tyson Blackwolf coming right up. Welcome to the Mental Health Today show. My name is John Cordray and I'm a licensed therapist and I am the host of the show and I am so, so happy that you're here and that you're tuning in. I have a very special guest here. His name is Tyson Blackwolf and he is the CEO and founder of Safe Hypnotherapy. And Safe Hypnotherapy is an online mental health clinic that specializes in treating anxiety symptoms and anxiety disorders using via telehealth. And we all know that telehealth is really popular right now. And you can literally get on your computer and get the help you need anywhere around the world if you need it. And so the Safe Hypnotherapy allows you to get the mental health services that you need from the comfort of your home, which is so cool. And so Tyson uses what's called, if I can say it, for some reason, I get this, this term, this name wrong, strategic. Yes, I think that's it. Strategic hypnotherapy, which he uses a highly effective combination of psychotherapy and clinical hypnosis. So Tyson, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Well, I'm very, very thrilled that you're on here. And right from the get-go, I think people can sense or hear that you have an accent. So tell us where you're from. Yes, I'm from, I'm based in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, down under. Yeah. Love it. So we're going to get into more of what hypnotherapy is and the type of services that you provide. But I'm really curious how did you get into hypnotherapy in the first place? And tell us a little bit about why you founded Safe Hypnotherapy. Yeah, that's a great question. And for me, my personal experience was I grew up in a dysfunctional family environment and experienced a lot of trauma in that space. And after I left that space where, where that trauma was happening, I still really struggled with my mental health. And it affected me for decades. And I, I tried traditional therapy models and found that they didn't really 
they didn't really fix my problem and didn't really help me to improve my mental health. And then I actually started going down the life coaching path initially and I found that that wasn't wasn't effective for me. It didn't have any long-term effective effects for me. And then it was actually after that I discovered hypnotherapy and through studying hypnotherapy and the interaction between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind was where I first started to experience some relief from my, my own anxiety symptoms. And so I, I decided to start a company and because, because it had helped me. And so I'd like to be able to help other people using it. So, and I think that's awesome. And I, I've found that so many CEOs or founders of mental health companies tend to start the company based out of some of their own pain. And I think that could be so powerful because you're, you're not coming from like, you just decided that you're going to create this company and maybe run this huge company and make a lot of money. You're not in it for, for that per se. You're in it because you know what it's like. You, you know the pain and the hurt that people are going through because you've went through it. And so you are using that hurt and pain in your own life, in your past, to be able to offer something special to people who are struggling right now. And I think that's phenomenal. So Safe Hypnotherapy, tell me a little bit about the name. Like how, how did you come up with that name? Yeah, good question. I had a lot of ideas and it's, it's one of those things where you, you're never really sure which, which name is the best way to go. But there is some misconception around hypnotherapy and stage hypnosis. And there, there's a misconception that when you're in the hypnotic trance state that the hypnotist has complete power over you. And that's not actually true. Um, anyone in, in, that has been hypnotized has the power to pull themselves out of a hypnotic trance if they're receiving suggestions that they don't agree with or they find offensive. Um, and so, so I wanted people to know straight off the bat that this is, this is a safe therapy model. And so through choosing the name Safe Hypnotherapy, it's, it's communicated through, through the branding, which is what I wanted to communicate. I love that. And I love how you start with the word safe yeah, right away. As soon as someone sees it, they, they, they see the word safe and it really brings them a lot of comfort, I'm sure. And also with that, it is an online model. So people get to get the mental health services they need from their home or, or safe place. So it's, it's also on that level where you get to do it from a safe environment where you are protected, you are secure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, I think that level of comfort, it translates into, well, I can literally be anywhere and I can use my phone. To, yeah, to yeah, well, yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, people have busy schedules, and they don't have to be at home. Uh, they can be, they can be at work in their lunch break, or um, or they could be on holiday somewhere and just open up the the laptop computer and and be able to do a session. Yeah, 
that's pretty convenient. That's pretty awesome. So uh, most people know how to do that now. So it's not as foreign as it used to be. Well, Tyson, you you mentioned and you brought up a little bit ago, and I think it's a great distinction. You you mentioned stage hypnosis, and it's an image that comes to my mind. And I've seen movies, and I watched movies where these hypnotists, I guess is the, the official term, and they're on stage. They're on stage, and they're reading people's minds, or maybe they they have people come up on stage, and they make them act like a chicken, <laughs> right? countdown and and then they they get in this transient state and then they act like a chicken and then they make fools of themselves and they feel embarrassed afterwards that's not what you're talking about that's not the same as hypnotherapy correct yeah correct so it's important to understand that we all go into hypnotic trance on a daily basis every day of our lives it's a natural state of being it's actually a natural part of the human process and whenever you daydream, you're experiencing hypnotic trance. So if you're able to, for example, imagine a pink elephant, that's the part of your mind where you can start visualizing a pink elephant. That's the part of your mind where trance or that's the trance space. So clinical hypnosis is actually the act of guiding clients into that trance space and then offering them positive suggestions that's congruent with their their identity and their personality to help them shift or, or resolve problems within their subconscious mind. And so with stage hypnosis, stage hypnosis is using that principle of being able to take people into trance also. There's a really important distinction here that the stage hypnotist actually, he asks for volunteers. So in that process, only extroverts will volunteer to get up on stage. So introverts have no interest of making a fool of themselves in front of their friends, whereas extroverts are generally happy about doing that sort of thing. And so it's only extroverts that will get up on stage. And it's also a form of compliance because the stage hypnotist will ask them to do certain compliance tests. So one will be holding your hands together as tight as you can, and then the hypnotist will come up and see if he can separate your hands. So he's given them the command that you have to hold them as tight as possible together, and he'll come and try and separate them. So the ones that he can separate, he will ask them to go back into, into the audience. So what he's actually looking for is people that will follow his instructions. So there's an element of, yes, these people are hypnotized, but they've also been whittled down from a large group to a small group, maybe five people or 10 people. And these are the people that are most compliant and also highly suggestible. So the people in the audience, majority of the people in the audience will not be highly suggestible. So he's being selective about who, who he's choosing to bring up onto stage and who he is or she is getting to do silly things for the purposes of of entertainment. And so there is an element of hypnosis that goes on, but it's it's a little bit like smoke and mirrors. The hypnotist sets all the conditions to give the impression that they have power over these people. Now, these people can easily pull themselves out of trance at any point in time if they receive a suggestion that they're not happy with. And that's also why the stage hypnotist won't bring introverts up onto stage, because if they refuse 
to follow a command whilst they're in the hypnotic state, the audience start to go, oh, okay, so you don't actually have full control over these people. But that's the illusion that they're trying to create. So that's why they're very selective about who they work with on stage. That makes a lot of sense. And so there's a there's an actual form of selection at the very beginning. And there the power of suggestion, by the time people get up there, is very likely. But the the type of service that you have, you you don't do that, right? You you don't you don't go through that and you you don't only talk to extroverts. Correct. Now tell us a little bit about hypnotherapy. Because you did a great job, very, very good job of breaking down the stereotypical up on stage hypnosis. Now, tell us a little bit more about hypnotherapy and what you do, the type of therapy that you do in your practice. Yeah. Okay. So, the type of hypnotherapy that we use is strategic hypnotherapy. And that's a combination of strategic psychotherapy and clinical hypnosis. So a typical session is 90 minutes. And the first part of the session is the counseling component to the session. And we talk talk to people, get an understanding of their situation, where they feel like they're stuck, what's going on for them. And then through the psychotherapy, we ask some questions, a lot of what questions, a lot of how questions. And those questions actually elicit the client's process. So a lot of the times clients will have processes that to an extent are subconscious and they've, whilst they do the process or habit, they've never actually spoken about their process or they've never verbalized it. It's, it's through that, through asking the how questions, they have to internally analyze their process and it's often through that that through that process of asking the how questions that they themselves analyze how they're doing things and they will verbalize it and part of our model is also that not every one of your thoughts and feelings is valid all of us have thoughts and feelings that are invalid and part of what we do in the strategic psychotherapy is if if there are any invalid thoughts, we'll, we'll challenge them and ask them how questions around that. And then a lot of the time, the clients actually come to their own aha moments and kind of realize <laughs> where they're, they're tripping themselves up. And then once once we do the, the strategic psychotherapy, so there's also Something we use is called the the Gordian Pillars of Strategic Psychotherapy, which was developed by Gordon Young from IAP. And so it gives us a way of understanding how people structure their problems. And so it gives us a, a really good understanding of anxiety and how to break it down because there's certain pillar structures that if we target, we can actually stop people from running the process of anxiety because anxiety is... It is something that people do to themselves. And then so once they, once we do the psychotherapy part of the session, then we move into the hypnotherapy, clinical hypnotherapy part of the session. And that's where I'll take the clients into, into trance. And, and it's in the trance state where, so what happens with hypnosis is when you are in a hypnotic trance, your, your conscious mind and your subconscious actually tend to harmonize. It's almost like they're on the same level. And so this is where 
So, so most of the time when you have a problem, that problem is typically in the subconscious mind. So just addressing it on a conscious level doesn't always address the entire problem. So once clients are in, in that hypnotic state where the, the conscious mind and the subconscious mind harmonize, that's when we can start to offer some positive suggestions around information that we've gathered through the psychotherapy component of the session to get their subconscious to look at past traumas from a different perspective. Potentially, it's, well, what did you learn from that? So Tyson, you mentioned before, towards the beginning of the episode, you do a lot of work with anxiety and anxiety disorders. Can you tell us a little bit about the type of clients that come to see you in what, what types of symptoms that they're experiencing? Is it only anxiety or is that the primary one? So, so we focus on the main anxiety conditions or disorders like general anxiety, social anxiety, post-traumatic stress, phobias, obsessive compulsive disorder or behaviors, also low self-esteem. So that's what we focus on. And often low self-esteem is is tied up with anxiety. So to go into your question, so anxiety is, it's created, or well, let's look at anxiety. Anxiety is a normal process that we run when, when we're threatened. When we feel physically threatened, our body starts pumping cortisol and adrenaline into our system to fight that threat. And so that's natural. What's unnatural is if people are going into that anxiety response when there's no physical threat to them. And what that can be is there's past trauma that's unresolved in the subconscious mind. And that trauma, the subconscious is, because it's unresolved, the subconscious feels like there's still a threat there. And so there'll be certain triggers associated to that past trauma. And when those triggers, those subconscious triggers are activated, that's when people automatically start pumping cortisol and adrenaline into their body. And cortisol, adrenaline can, can leave your body relatively fast, but cortisol actually stays in your body for hours and it can make you feel agitated and irritated. And if people are exposing themselves to higher levels than normal of adrenaline anxiety on a daily basis, it can actually have physical and mental impacts on their health. That's exactly right. And, and so when, uh, when someone is maybe listening to this and they're experiencing some of the exact symptoms that you're talking about, a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, phobias perhaps, and it does affect them physically. And whether it's a a racing heartbeat or maybe palpitation in the heart, sweating, nausea. So there's a lot of lot of connection between the mind and the gut in our body. So that's been proven. And from what you're saying is the the hypnotherapy, the, the type of hypnotherapy that you provide, it's a little of the counseling, the psychotherapy, but it's also this the state of being in a more of the subconscious mind as well. I want to make sure I'm, I'm saying this right, but you're wanting to kind of tap into the subconscious mind. 
when it comes to hypnotherapy? Yeah, so a lot of people would be familiar with the saying that we only use 10% of our, our mind. So that's not actually accurate. It's more accurate to say we use about or 10% of our mind is the, is the conscious mind and 90% of our mind is the subconscious. So our subconscious is designed to keep us alive. It's designed almost to follow our commands. But what can happen, especially if there's unresolved trauma and there's issues of self-worth, we can be sending a whole lot of mixed messages to our subconscious and it's trying to figure out what do we want. And it will tend to go off the most emotionally charged messages that are being sent from the conscious to the subconscious mind. So, so Tyson, just talking about the conscious and subconscious mind, it's, it's actually fascinating because it's so real. I mean, I think everybody can relate to that. And the, the type of therapy, the hypnotherapy that you do, it really kind of taps into that subconscious mind. And you're right. We, we are in our subconscious mind all the time. We may not realize it, but we are. And the, the type of therapy that you provide taps into that as well as psychotherapy. So you, you do talk through a lot of the symptoms, but it's not just that. So it's not like a, you talk to someone online about their anxiety and then they leave and they come back the next time. No, it's talking about their anxiety, the symptoms, but then it's also a part of the, your session is the hypnotherapy part where you try to help them tap into their own subconscious mind. Yeah, and create harmony between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind because when there's anxiety, there's a disharmony because like I was saying, the, the subconscious feels like there's a threat or it's under threat. And like I was saying before, with our mind is 10% conscious, 90% subconscious, our subconscious wants to look after us. And, and that 90%, a lot of the things, little things we do are actually automated. So opening a door handle, for example, you don't consciously do that. It's an easy task. You've done it so many times that your subconscious actually does it for you. You don't consciously focus on turning a doorknob or handle. Your subconscious takes care of that. So any processes that are simple, it can streamline for you. And so when there's unresolved trauma in the subconscious, there are also triggers which which trigger that trauma and the anxiety response. So part of it is is communicating to the client's subconscious that that trauma happened in the past and the past is done and it can't physically affect you anymore. So part of it's effective compartmentalization where understanding that and it's also dissociating. Like yes that did happen to you, but you've you've grown, you're a much more mature person than what you were when when that trauma happened. And Speaking directly with the subconscious mind, we can get it to look at traumatic experiences from different perspectives, get the subconscious to change its perspective of how it felt emotionally about that trauma in the past, and that can resolve the trauma, and then it, it will settle down. So what, so what happens when you do have unresolved trauma? It's almost like it's trying to come to the surface constantly, but then your subconscious mind also spends energy trying to suppress that negative energy coming to the surface. So what happens with people when they have too many unresolved traumas? They develop coping mechanisms, but what eventually happens is the person burns out. And when I talk about burnout, we're talking about there's a mental fatigue, but then it actually 
turns into physical medical conditions. So that's where it's really important to look after your mental health, resolve any unresolved past traumas, because if they build up, they build up, they build up, you're reducing your processing capacity to be able to deal with it. And once you once you maxed out with that 90% of your subconscious mind, that's when people experience burnout. Well, that's a great illustration and, and a, a really good illustration of why someone would need your services for hypnotherapy. And I think you explained that really well. So if someone's listening to this and we already talked about it's online, so it's global. So you're, you're way over in Australia. I'm way over in the U.S. So if somebody in the U.S. is listening to this and they're thinking, oh, this sounds really interesting. Where can they go? How can they find out about your services? Yeah, so our website is safehypnotherapy.online. So if they go to the website, we have an automated booking system. So all they have to do is register for an account in our client portal, and then they can book a time that suits them. Or they can call the 1300 number and make an appointment via the phone. Okay, so that's pretty easy. That's simple enough. And when, let's say someone does sign up and they want, they book a time, what, what's the wait to get in to see somebody? Yeah. So at, at the moment we do have open time slots available. So at the moment there, there isn't a wait period. Great. So someone could literally be listening to this and then go and sign up and get in this week even. Yeah. And one of the things about strategic hypnotherapy. Initially, it is a little bit more expensive than the traditional therapies. However, the intention behind it is that you won't have to do as many sessions as you might with with a counselor or a psychologist. It's designed to be a brief form of therapy. Well, that's great, especially for the those who are busy, very busy in their schedule, and they need something that's intense, direct to the point, gets to the the root cause of the issue and it's brief. So that's, that's actually a great combination. So that's safe hypnotherapy.online is the, the website you can go. And it also will be in the show notes that you can go look at. So Tyson, our time is coming to a close here. There's one question left that I would like to ask you something I ask all of my guests, and that has to do with self-care. I talk a lot about self-care. I practice self-care all the time. I think it's so needed. And I'm interested to know what are some things that you do that you feel like are self-care for you? Yeah, good question. So anything creative is a great way for people to experience self-care. Personally, one of my self-care activities is because I live in, in Victoria, Australia, some people may be aware that there was a huge gold rush here 100, 170 years ago, and there still is a lot of gold in Victoria. So I, I like to go gold prospecting. That's my, that's my self-care. It gets me out in the bush, out in nature, often places I've never been before. Yeah. I will have to say, Tyson, this is the first time someone that's ever said that they go hunting for gold for self-care. That is so cool. <laughs> so like, sign me up. I want to go. I want to, I want to learn how to, to pan for gold. <laughs> it's one of those things too, where once I started getting into it, I also started 
having to understand a bit about geology and then also looking at lots of notes from from the prospectors back at, you know in the 1850s and it's quite a large and involved subject and that's my self-care where I can completely detach from from the therapy side of the things and just focus on gold prospecting and that that's that's a great release for me and you're out in in the nature as well and and that's my big self-care is just being out in the in the wilderness and nature and yeah, so fantastic. And so whenever I'm in your neck of the of the bush, I guess not woods, in the neck of the bush, we need to go, you need to take me and go go do some panhandling. Yeah, for sure. Or prospecting, I think is what you said. Yeah. Well, very cool. Thank you so much. And and I wanna really thank you for your time for coming on and talking about hypnotherapy and in particular safe hypnotherapy, the service that you provide. It's very needed. And I'm so glad that it's accessible to people around the world. And you mentioned that it's not for everybody. It's for a select group. And those who are very committed to their therapy and and wants the, the, the brief form of therapy. So that, I think there's a huge need out there. And so I just want to encourage anybody that's out listening to this to check it out. And, and sign up and look into getting some hypnotherapy along with your psychotherapy can be one of the best things that you do. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate you. You know I appreciate you. And some of you are new listeners. Some of you have been listening for a long time, and I never take that for granted, and I appreciate you. I'd uh, love for you to check out my website at mentalhealthtodayshow.com, mentalhealthtodayshow.com. There you can listen to all the episodes of the show. You can view the the show notes right of this episode and you can check that out. So I'm going to remind you to continue to work on your mental health every single day. And don't forget the Mental Health Today show has been championing your mental health since 2015. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.